Welcome back into Mining Stock Daily, everybody. We are back here with another corporate update. Uh, second time is the best try sometimes. We had technical difficulties actually early this morning. Connecting with Gilbert Clark, the chairman of Meridian Mining. Meridian is a sponsor of the podcast. I'm also a shareholder. They trade on the TSX Venture with MNO and on the OTCQB with MRRDF. Uh, Gilbert, we're just following up on this morning's news release out of the company. On uh, you, you released some metallurgical holes here, but uh, you know, quite compelling results. Uh, 66.1 meters of just 1% copper equivalent, just 1%. Great grades there uh, from the Cobblestone mine area, uh, but it didn't stop there. There was a number of, of good drill results as well. But that 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 highlight hole there, Gilbert, was really really pleasing. Yeah, thanks, Trevor. Thanks for being on your show again today. <laughs> uh, look, um, CD zero eighty eight was a, a hole that was part of a metallurgical program. Um, to apologize to everyone for the slowness in assays, but these are large diameter holes. Um, it was a sensational hole because we actually, in that hole, we went through two of the mining voids. And yet, when you look at the, the, the comparative hole next to it, done by BP, we actually had better grades. Even though they'd mined out the higher grade, cumulative over that hole, we had better grades in the original hole. So that was really superb. Uh, probably a, a combination of two things there. A larger dam at a hole was probably catch, capturing some of the... Uh, more coarse gold that's present throughout the deposit and most importantly um, BP were selective we've said this many times BP was selective in assaying their their drill core where we're assaying all of it and we're just seeing much wider widths than we first anticipated when we started the program last year yeah. uh, you know you mentioned this was a twin hole from the previous BP uh, exploration work I just kind of curious how many of these holes do you have out here? Uh, that had been previously drilled by BP that you have or are planning on to twin? Is it quite a bit or a few or how would you how would you state that? Um, all told, I think out of our entire program of uh, cumulative program now about 25,000 meters where we're going to twin probably anywhere from about twin, you can't always use the word twin or, or place adjacent to about 15% of that which is what our, our QP thinks is a, a, a substantial amount of information that confirms that our results are in line with the historical data that we have, not only the assay results but the trajectory, and that we can then go ahead and use that vast endowment of information that we've inherited or we've acquired from, from BP. I feel like that's pretty subtle here, Gilbert. I mean, yeah, it's in line but also has been improved since you came out with the project oh yeah, absolutely you know in the in the today's presentation or today's news release the investors and, and interested parties can see that some of the drill holes traces are jet black and the reason they're that color is just they weren't sampled and then you'll see our holes next to it so you look at the on figure one you can see jsp d338 next to cd088 which is our hole and our hole is all colorful because of all the contained copper and gold Whereas there's just these big black voids in the in the um, historical hole because it just wasn't assayed. But that you know the grades coming in there are more than substantial enough to be put through a, a conventional flotation gravity circuit. Uh, so nothing jumps out uh, on the metallurgical process of this whole thing that may be different than what BP was doing. No, this is the the great thing, and 
right from our very first podcast, we, we talked about risk and, and yeah. uh, you know, you, you want to minimise your risk, maximise the deployment of your capital to, to achieve the best equity growth achievable. And what we have to always understand is I'm drilling into an area that was selectively mined. And when they processed this all back in the 1980s, they got, you know, plus 90% on the copper recoveries, plus 90% on the gold and 86% on the silver, just through froth flotation and gravity circuits. There's no rocket science, no new technology, very coarse grind. Um, and th these actual, those physical numbers are in our presentation. You can download them from the website. And it just, when you look at these numbers, you're going, okay, this is pretty, you know, for a mining investor, even just for a, a, a retail investor who's first starting out, what we're looking at is a very low risk investment scenario with an awful lot of upside. We've seen that in, in now very high grade gold intercepts extending out of the mine, the high grade gold, copper gold intercepts within the mine and, and to the southeast. It's, it's, a, it's a, a very good opportunity for people. Yeah. All right, so the metallurgical drilling process continues. How about exploration drilling? Where are we at and any updates on that front of the business? Um, at the moment, we've mainly been concentrating around the mine, the Cabasal trend, um, really because that's that's overriding all of my activity that, well, the company's activity in, in Cabasal is the milestones on the, the agreement whereby we acquire 100% of it. And so at the moment, we've been drilling a lot into the Eastern Copper Zone, which is just adjacent to, to um, the mine. It was an area that was typically... Um, it wasn't. It was basically ignored by BP because they thought they had no high-grade gold. And but you know, if we look at some of the previous announcements, whereas we're focused on the copper, gold, silver, BP was only focused on the golds. So we've hit high-grade gold in that eastern copper zone. We've also had some very interesting, you know, I think 60 meters, 80 meters intercepts, 25, 30 meter intercepts of copper, gold, silver mineralization. It's um, that, that's actually been one of the highlights, one of the, the very near surface upsides that we've been very fortunate that was just left behind. Um, regional works, we've been advancing our, our soil program, um, our geophysics, uh, but at, I can see for the next probably quarter and a half we'll mainly focus on the, on the Cabasal Mine Corridor, which is that area between the Cabasal Mine, which is a small mine, and then 11 kilometres to the south or the, the entirety of the trend to the St. Helena mine. Um, for us, it's low risk, high opportunity, high, dis, high probability of success rate within that Cabasal mine belt. Okay, very good. So uh, pretty early but with the, the new, those new packages that you brought into the portfolio, the land bank around Cabasal, still early days, uh, any sort of work being done there? No, not yet. Um, you know, we can't really get onto the ground. We get the physical certificate, but it's actually a really interesting point for all the investors to probably take into context. The Cabasol Belt, you know, that's part of a um, an eight point eight point things eight point five or eight point seven five million US dollar installed payment scenario to acquire one hundred percent, and that's about oh, sixteen thousand hectares. We through that latest grant of ground along the Cabasal trend, we picked up an additional 15,000 hectares and the cost of that is going to be $90,000. And that's really not even factored into the valuation of the company. Mm. Of course, the Cabasal area has got a lot of, lot more advanced knowledge and, and drilling and, and geophysics and soil data. 
But I would say that the grant that we've picked up is showing some great prospectivity and the cost that we that we had to outlay to secure that is, you know, it's, it's less than a percent of what we did on the on the transaction for Cabasal. Right. Well, unfortunately, the market isn't necessarily rewarding prospectivity much anymore these days. <laughs> yeah. No, it's been a, it's been a very tough market for the last month for the for the for all all stocks the the mining stocks whether they be mid tier or, or small cap juniors. Um, certainly, there seems to be people out there trying to I don't know pick up cheap seats through through various investment scenarios um we've only traded i'd say we've traded around maybe a percent of our shares on issue in the last couple of weeks we've seen a bit of a drop so we, my the shareholders in meridian we have we go to great lengths to to either if they're they're, they're not experienced mining people to educate them um, to give them incentive to to hold or to buy more or if they're experienced mining investors, to, just to show them, okay, this is what the long-term additional upside is there. So for um, certainly for a lot of junior companies, I think our shareholders are probably the some of the best informed shareholders out there. We go to great lengths to, to put the information into our press releases so they can make an investment decision. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, if they reach out to us via email or, or text or so forth, um, I always take the time to re respond, sit down and have a chat. Well, let's leave it at that, Gilbert, because I know it's late your time, and so I appreciate you doing this again uh, due to the technical difficulty. So I, I will let you go and uh, finish that glass of Burgundy so you can get to bed. Uh, uh, hope, hope you have a, a wonderful week, and we look forward to catching up with you again here in a few weeks' time. Thanks, sir. I'm actually back cycling a lot, so I'm actually doing a, a dry January, February, and March. Oh, well, that was a hard, wow. Full, that was a hard, that was tough for Burgundy. For, uh, for nice, full not. quarter, <laughs> full quarter. All right. Gilbert Clark from Thanks, Meridian Mining. They, they trade on the TSX Venture with MNO and on the OTCQB with MRRDF. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.